Okay, a little editing note before we get started with this game. I was in the middle of editing the uh, first two games from today, which I recorded yesterday. And uh, yeah, rendering issues showed up all over the place in both games. I don't know how, but in the transfer over from um, the recording software I use to Anchor, um, the audio rendering messed up. Really surprised by this because it's been over a year that I've been using Anchor and I've had no audio glitches like this before. But uh, here's hoping, fingers crossed at the start of recording this, that Sunday Night Football, or at least the historical league version, will go much more smoothly. Len Dawson and John Elway, two faces of two profoundly different eras of offensive football. Both masters under center and both gold jacket recipients. For the former, he was a castaway from the Cleveland Browns in the era of Graham. He came to Dallas in order to rekindle a friendship with his college coach. Seven years later, he led Kansas City to their last championship for 50 years. On the other side of the field, John Elway received his gold jacket after spending most of his career as an exercise in futility. Two back-to-back -back AFC championships, coincidentally enough, also against Cleveland, culminated in back-to-back -back Super Bowls in the late 1990s, over a decade after those prior AFC championship triumphs. As for the teams, their divisional showdowns are star-laden, but none more than tonight. The 1969 Kansas City Chiefs and the 1986 Denver Broncos in the first AFC West matchup of the year. Sitting 5,500 feet above sea level, this is why they call it Mile High. Welcome to Invesco Field in Denver, Colorado, as the Denver Broncos host the Kansas City Chiefs in a battle of two of the best representatives in the AFC West. And when you look at the quarterbacks, you cannot deny the greatness under center. Len Dawson for the Chiefs, John Elway for the Broncos. And, uh, well, if you think this isn't going to be a passing attack on a clear night and mile high, you'll be sorely mistaken. Yeah, and we need to see the primary receivers too. Vance Johnson for John Elway and Glover Richardson for the Chiefs. I mean, they both have some kind of almost otherworldly compatibility with their quarterbacks. And I know Richardson, he's been with the Chiefs since 1960 for five years. Um, if I can get the words out, but Vance Johnson and John Elway, it seemed almost from day one when Johnson arrived that the Broncos just already had a one-two punch and a compatible quarterback wide receiver duo. And down to the coin toss. Sorry, we talked over that a little bit. Len Dawson called heads for the Chiefs. Tails was what it came up as, and the Broncos will take the ball first. The Chiefs will get it to start the second half. And Sunday night football in the historical league. Baltimore ended up uh, falling just a little short to the Cleveland Browns today as the 86 Browns survived a scare. 17-14, meanwhile the Eagles pasted the Giants 28-3 at home. Johnson will take the return and will kneel down in the end zone for a touchback. And we get to see this offense cultivated by Dan Reeves. And in this Denver offense, I mean, everybody sees him as somewhat one-and-a-half-dimensional, I guess you could say, with Sammy Winder on the ground in addition to Elway and Johnson. But I think Elway can pretty much show it anywhere he pleases. Elway runs across the line and 
Uh, well, we have two flags on a play. Well, two fouls on the play, one on each side. And those were offsetting penalties. One to Elway and another to another one to uh, Chiefs linebacker. Yeah, rather Chiefs free safety, excuse me, Jim Kearney out of Rice with the penalty. And uh, we'll take a look at Rice and the rest of that um, Kansas City Chiefs defense. Uh, off the ends, you have Aaron Brown out of Minnesota and Jerry Mays out of SMU. You have Buck Buchanan and Charlie Culp up, or rather Curly Culp up the middle. At tackles, linebackers, you have Willie Lanier in the middle, stuck between Bobby Bell, another Golden Gopher. Um, on the left side, and Jim Lynch out of Notre Dame on the right side. And the secondary, you already talked about Kearney. At free safety, Johnny Robinson, we saw him earlier this week um, with the Texans over the top. And John Marsalis, or rather, yeah, Jim Marsalis on the uh, right side and Emmett Thomas on the left side. And, and that is your defense. Again, Hank Strom and uh, Dan Reeves, much as we saw earlier um, yesterday with the Raiders, unilaterally coached. There are no coordinators for either team, which – Find it rather perplexing. Yeah, there are positional coaches, but they're not widespread coordinators. I formation leaning to the right side. So it's as if the last play never happened except for the three seconds it took off the clock. Handoff to Winder gets four yards at the left side. Well, Sammy Winder, when he gets the right lead block, he can go a long, long way. And don't worry, we're a lot better uh, prepared up here than we were for the cold on Christmas Eve in Chicago. As you see the rest of that uh, Broncos offense, Clarence K at tight end, receivers Vance Johnson and Steve Watson, Keith Bishop and Paul Howard, the interior lineman along with Bill Bryan. Handoff, winder on a delayed carry to the right side, gets one yard on the play. And uh, you're not kidding. We have soup, we have a heater, and we have uh, some hot chocolate up here. It's Denver in the winter. It's going to get cold. Third and five with a split backfield. Back to throw. Elway, three-step drop over the middle. It is caught for a first down for Denver, courtesy of Vance Johnson. Well, we said it at the top. We're probably going to be saying Johnson a lot tonight when Elway drops back, either Johnson or Winder. Those are really the two main targets on this uh, Broncos offense. Yeah, great call. And with that kind of play call, that much open field, a first down was almost inevitable. Yeah. Single man backfield, two receivers on each side of the line. Handoff and Winder goes nowhere. Loses one yard as it was Buchanan who came through the line. Well, I mean, Buchanan came through there quickly on second down as well. Off that right side, it's really Buck Buchanan you have to watch out for. Yeah, Buchanan led the AFL in 1969 in sacks. Handoff to the left side. Nothing doing as Willie Lanier stepped up on Sammy Winder. Yeah, it was Lanier and Jim Lynch taking all of the left side of the field away. They read the play, and they read it almost perfectly. 
Empty backfield. Three receivers on the right side. Two receivers on the left. Elway. Five-step drop over the middle. Gets tipped and caught. But it is short of the first down as Johnson only got halfway there. Six yards. And the Broncos are going to stall out here. That means it's the first time we get to see the special teams unit on. And the way that drive started, it seemed almost as if the uh, uh, Broncos were barely skating by. Towering punt gets back to the 15-yard line. A couple of blocks. Kansas City will start at the 27-yard line, courtesy of Robinson. From safety to punt return. But thank you again for joining us here on Sunday Night Football at the half. We'll take a look at the rest of the games this week. And uh, we'll get and we'll get to you more of the details on the Ravens and Browns at the Anchor.fm halftime report. But that is still a long, long ways away. Handoff gets five yards as we get to take a look at Garrett. And we get to see the rest of this Kansas City offense. Yeah, Len Dawson under center. Fred Arban Arbanis will lead the way. Um, along with Frank Pitts and Otis Taylor as the main receivers tonight. Yeah, E.J. Holub at center, the only constant on this offensive line from the Texans team. We got to see on Friday against San Diego. Handoff to the left side, nothing doing there. Stopped for a one-yard loss. As we have to see this... this uh, Reeves cultivated Broncos defense. Rulon James, Tom Jackson, Greg Cragen, some of the main names. Steve Foley over the top. Ricky Hunley, the man who made that stop. Almost stationary was Dawson. Had a lot of trust in Arbanus. He hauled it in, but short of the first down by a yard. Well, great there, great play there by uh, Kearney coming up to to um, uh, keep him away for the first down. Fourth and one, but it's so deep in their own end that the Chiefs are going to punt the ball. Jarrett Wilson on the punt. Vance Johnson back to receive. And this one closer to a line drive, but it's still did its job as Johnson gets pinned back at the Broncos 36. And we have an injury on the play to Darren Como. And one of the many, many outside linebackers on this Broncos team, Como, part of the uh, part of the punt return team, and need to be helped off the field here. And trainers and teammates alike help them to the Denver sideline. We'll get more to you further on we go. Broncos stalled out their last time. They start with the ball on their own thirty-six. One man backfield. Elway drops left side. It is cut for a first down. Great, great throw there to find Clarence K over the right side for a Denver first down. John Elway just found it and ripped it and fired it right in. Half, almost halfway through the first quarter here in Denver. 5.30 to go. Clock running. Single man backfield. Two receivers to the right side of the line. A tight end on the left. Meanwhile, KC stacks everything towards the right side of the line. Receiver set in motion. 
It was Johnson. Handoff to Winder. Out to the right side. The Chiefs were ready for that play. Only one yard before Thomas stops him. Second down. Same formation as before. Single man, two receivers on the right side. Same play. And the Chiefs this time knock Winder back a yard. Buck Buchanan once again. Yeah, Buchanan and Charlie Gulp, or Charlie Culp each have uh, one tackle for loss already in this game, and we're still in the first quarter. Empty backfield. That way, three-step drop left side. It is caught in a sea of white jerseys for the first down. Steve Steve Simpson, I believe, is one who caught the ball. Yeah, Elway, four for four already, 50 yards. Not bad. I think we did expect that. It was Clint Sampson. Sorry, you caught that one. First and 10 split backfield. Elway's going to take off and run. The former Major League center field prospect gets a first down and then some. And you see, this is what makes L.A. so dangerous. He has wide open field, thanks to the great blocking on the interior of that offensive line. And that's tough to do against the Chiefs, create open field. L.A. just took off, got the first down all on his own. Yeah, like when there's nothing doing, L.A. can just take off and make a play happen. Everyone stacked to the right side for the Broncos. Handoff to the left side. And the Chiefs read the counter the whole way for a three-yard loss. Well, the, I mean, Winder wasn't even close to the line of scrimmage. As you said, the Chiefs had two players, a linebacker and a corner, come off that left side and read the counter play. Rolling out to the right side. Elway hit as he throws, gets to the right side. It is caught for only a brief second, but knocked out by Lamar Thomas. Incomplete. He was trying to find Johnson again on the right sideline. Clock stays stationary at 3 minutes, 16 seconds left in the first. Still no score. But the Broncos in field goal range for, Car for Carlish. Third and 13, empty backfield. Dropping back, throwing, and overthrowing. Sampson is Elway. And that lines up Rich Carlish to try and knock through a field goal here in a facility where, uh, well, the kicks will go longer than you would expect due to the higher altitude. From 43 to left hash, snap good, hold good, kick from Carlish is good. And the Broncos are on the board first. Nine plays, 38 yards, ends up in three points. Well, Carlish can uh, already knock them through from mid-40s, bordering on 50 in some stadiums. But uh, here he can hit them from mid-50s. As you said, uh, thinner air, higher altitude, and Denver gets a 3-0 lead because of it. Three oh nine left in the first quarter. Carlish kicks this one back. Richardson will not touch the ball. It was Glover Richardson back there for kick return duties tonight. 
And now we get to see Kansas City who stalled out on their first drive. Of course, we said that about the Broncos. They got three points. Split backfield. Receivers stacked to the right side only for a little bit. On receivers sent in motion. I believe that's Frank Pitts sent to the left side. Dawson drops. Orange Crush coming. Tipped. Incomplete. Mecklenburg got it. Got pressure in there, and Tom Jackson got his hand on the football. And at the start of the second quarter, we'll have more news on the uh, return team injury for the Denver Broncos. <clears throat> Fans starting to get loud here for the Denver defense after that first down stop. High formation leaning to the right side. The throw is caught for first down. Frank Pitts. Over the left side. Six three, just a shade under 200. Frank Pitts is, uh, I mean, we talked about at the top of the show, might be the favorite target of Len Dawson. Over the middle, bullet, it is caught for the first down. I mean, Dawson just, just decided, why not? Let's take a shot with with uh, Carl Mecklenburg going up to try and knock that one down. Mecklenburg just came up a little bit short. First down, Kansas City, and they are moving the ball yeah, in plus territory for the first time today on the Denver 49. Fox still running. All receivers stacked to the left side of the line and a one-back shotgun. Over the middle, it is tipped, but there is some yellow on the field. Pass interference was the call. The culprit was Tom Jackson, who already has a who already has a couple pressures of Len Dawson this game. Gives Kansas City the first down out of an incomplete pass. Yeah, and it was the right call too. Jackson wrapped up uh, Otis Taylor way too early. Dawson. Fakes the end around. Pressure coming left side. It is knocked to the ground. No yellow this time as Frank Pitts was double covered. Mecklenburg gets his hand on that one for the second time tonight. Well, here's the thing. This, this Chiefs offense, when they get going and when they're in a rhythm, is staggeringly good. But when they're stuck, it's very apparent. And off to the right side, six yards, despite the lead block missing its man. Last two minutes here of the first quarter. Kansas City driving down the field. Denver up 3 nothing, but Kansas City might be stuck in no man's land if they can't get the first. Third and four. Pressure coming over the left side. It is caught. And on the doorstep of the red zone, our... It's Frank Arbenes with that catch. Double coverage throws, and we talked about it with the Pittsburgh game yesterday, and we saw it a lot in the uh, Giants-Eagles game this afternoon. Uh, sadly, that got lost to, uh, I guess, computer coding systems. You know, just They didn't agree with us for either of the two prior games today. Let's put it that way. Handoff only gets back to the line. 
But uh, yeah, we were we were talking about you know double coverage passes. There's only certain quarterbacks that can even entertain the idea of taking chances there. And uh, I mean, I think Dawson's shown that he's one of those quarterbacks. And you know, line Dawson, three step drop, pressure coming, left side, incomplete. It was in and out of the hands of Taylor. Tom Jackson again in coverage. Jackson and Rulon James have done a great job there patrolling the exterior from their uh, linebacking positions today. At least here in the first quarter. Final minute here in the first quarter, 53 seconds to be exact. Third and 10, ball on the Denver 20. Dawson, three-step drop, empty formation, out to the right side. It is caught, but short of the first down by three yards. Louie Wright was the one that kept him, kept him away from the first down on that right sideline, and because he forced him out of bounds, the clock will run. Jan Stenerud from 31 on the right hatch. Snap good. Hold by Davidson. Good. The kick trying to punch it. Just barely makes it inside the left goal post. And the wind picked up on that one kick. And, uh, I mean, as you've seen already, the ball can carry in any direction you have it there. But the wind almost carried the ball wide left for Stenerud. Regardless, it's a tie game. And all that matters is that it went through the uprights for the Chiefs. Sampson back to receive. Yeah, Clint Sampson and Vance Johnson. And Sampson will take a knee back in the Denver end zone. They will start with the ball from their own 20. Denver, I mean, both teams have traded field goals and have traded uh, stalling out. One man backfield, all receivers to the right side. Handoff, Winder gets a couple of blocks and gets six yards. Great blocking there, is able to create some space for uh, Sammy Winder. And uh, Denver, it's not quite a first down, but it'll certainly help your case when trying to get there. Clock running out here in the first quarter. You just snap it quick. All receivers to the left side of the line. Single man backfield. This will be the last play of the quarter. Delayed handoff to Winder in the right side counter. Only gets back to the line. Willie Lanier lowers the boom to keep him at the line. That'll bring an end to the first quarter here. Both teams stall out on their first drives. Get field goals on their second. Chiefs Broncos all tied up at three after the first quarter. We're back here for the second quarter from Invesco Field at Mile High. Both teams traded field goals at the end stages of the first quarter. Kansas City and Denver tied at three here. The 1969 Chiefs and 1986 Broncos. Broncos started their drive here. Elway out of the split backfield. Rolls to the left. Throws over the right side. It is caught for a first down just beyond the 40-yard line. It is Kay ringing in his first pass of the day. Great pass from L.A., and it's the Cardinals to throw across your body. So despite rolling out to the left, doesn't throw that way. He always positions himself towards Clarence K. on that right side. First down, Denver. And that, that is a great assessment of the defense by L.A. Yeah, L.A. and uh, his counterpart, Len Dawson, two of the best when it comes to figuring out defensive schemes 
in the moment, two of the best quarterbacks, I dare say, of all time in terms of football IQ. As you get a five-yard uh, sort of check again to K on that right side. Second down, one-man backfield, two receivers on each side. Sampson gets offset a little more off the right side. It's a delayed carry for Winder, and he gets the first down in Kansas City territory. Well, Winder had uh, no lead blocks there. He's just told, go up the middle and try and you know, find another hole in that uh, Kansas City defense. Does exactly that, keeps the clock running, and puts Denver closer to field goal range. Yeah, but of course, uh, they, they know they need more than field goals from Carlish to win this game. They need to get in that end zone at some point. They have the ball at the Kansas City, 50, or rather 46. A pitch out to the left side. Winder only gets back to the line. Bobby Bell with the tackle. And you see the uh, Denver defense. Dan Reeves giving them a lot of credit and help for that as we see the rush chart of Sammy Winder. Yeah, he's had, he's had very little room to run on either side. That uh, five-yard carry at the end of the first quarter. Um, his best run of the night so far. So this uh, Kansas City defense has been very restricting, on, um, at least on the ground. One man backfield. Delayed handoff again for Winder. This time it gets four yards. For, and now third and manageable instead of third and long. Well, here we go. One of the one of the few sporting events where the wave is, you know, you can actually do it <laughs> without the fear of getting beamed by by like a straight projectile. Rolling out to left side, Buchanan in his face. The throw is incomplete, and Johnson wanted pass interference. It's already been called twice tonight, once on each side, but no flag there. Yeah, I mean. It, to be fair, considering, uh, you know, again, as you said, Buchanan, all up in the face of John Elway there, it's actually a, a better throw than most would make. Yeah, it was pretty on target. It was just overthrown a bit. The punt goes out to the left side, and it will go out at the Kansas City 15-yard line. And John Well with a pretty good uh, corner punt there for the Broncos. And now Kansas City has to go 85 yards. Well, that is if they want to get in the end zone. They can end up shorter and stay out of the end zone, but still probably get three points and take the lead from Jan Stenerud. Single man backfield, two receivers on each side. Dawson drops back right side. Open man over through Frank Pitts on the right side. Well, we take a look at Len Dawson's pass chart. He is, he is five for seven from in close and now one for two taking deep shots. I mean, it's really tough to tell where in the field Dawson's the most effective because he hasn't thrown the left side all that often. Yeah, only two throws over there all night and both of them in close. Second and ten, three receivers to the left side. Richardson sent in motion. They still have one man in the backfield. And that is where they go, but the ball comes out, and Denver gets it. Tom Jackson off the fumble forced by Carl Mecklenburg. 
Well, it can't get much easier than this for Denver's offense. Jackson and Mecklenburg come, come together on the tackle, and Jackson's just able to pry that one out and take it for himself. And now Denver starts at the Kansas City 15. Well, the arduous drive there isn't required anymore. They start with the ball in the red zone. One-man backfield, all receivers on the right side for Elway. Handoff to Winder, left side. Chiefs were ready. Stop Winder at the line. Yeah, I've been I've been looking at this Chiefs defense, and on the ground it's been really Lanier and Bell that have been the ones stopping him up the middle. Yeah, Bell and Lanier, the two inside linebackers. Most of the time it is either nickel or three four defense. The handoff. Well, he gets some pushing from the offensive line. Gets three yards out of that one for Wider. Really, how big would it be for Kansas City to have a to have a red zone stand like this? You give the ball away. Denver starts with the ball with only 15 and a half yards to go, and you keep them from getting six. Yeah, well, that would need them to stop them on this play. Third and seven. LA drops back. Pressure coming. Steps up. He's going to try and make a play for himself. Slides, but comes up two yards short. Well, I mean, we've seen it a couple times today. LA can make plays happen all on his own. But there, the Kansas City run defense, just as good with LA on the ground as they are with Winder, keeps him from getting the first. And they have to turn to Carlish again. Out to the right side. Wynn catches a hold of it, but it goes through the upright. And what a big stand for Kansas City. He'd rather give up three than give up seven. Yeah, especially after that, especially after uh, that fumble. And Mike Garrett was the one in the backfield today for Kansas City. Only uh, Chief to have seen the ball on the ground. Good kick from Carlos, but the wind knocks it back to the goal line. Forcing a return but only out to the 19-yard line. Well, Chiefs had a fumble, and have had a couple punts as well as a field goal today. Start with the ball in their own 19. Back to throw. Dawson left side, in and out of the hands of Richardson. First drop from the Chiefs today that was not caused by a hit from the Broncos. I mean, that, that one right in your hands. You could not have asked for Len Dawson to place it any better. Not just that, but Richardson is wide open field, too. If he hauls that in, it's probably 9-6. to six. Dawson will try again to the right side. Knocked away by John, or rather by Steve Foley. I mean, that, that was just great coverage by the Broncos. Man-to-man -man, all the way that play with the safety stepping up in zone coverage instead of falling back. So they're able to knock that one away quite easily. Third and ten. One-man backfield. Two wide receivers to each side. Arbanis to the left. Back to throw over the middle. It is caught in a crossing pattern. First down at Kansas City. 
Well, Smith got a great chance there, and he did not miss. And he actually makes a couple of linebackers miss there as well. Yeah, namely Mecklenburg and Jane, or rather Mecklenburg and Smith coming off the left side. Split backfield after a third down play. Same crossing pattern to the right side. Almost gets another first down. And, uh, yeah, we have an update on the Broncos defender that got hurt uh, last quarter. That that, that uh, defender was Darren Como, and uh, they have taken him to get x-rays back, say, or, uh, sorry, back uh, in the locker rooms. They fear that it might be a torn tendon in his arm, ooh, which, if so, knocks him out probably for the rest of the regular season. Yeah, and that... I mean, I know it's a return team linebacker, so people don't think much of them, but if injuries pile up in that linebacking position, that's going to be a huge, huge hole to fill this year for the Broncos. Split backfield, handoff. Garrett sheds a tackler up to the right side, down to the 40 and to the 35 before being taken down by Foley, who cut across the field. Well, that's a great running play there from my. Uh, Garrett out to the right side. As you mentioned, shed a couple tacklers, including Tom Jackson, who's seemingly been everywhere here in this first half on the defensive side of the ball for Broncos. Halfway through the second quarter here. He scores 6-3 Denver, but Kansas City just got a huge run play to put them in Denver's end of the field. Handoff. Garrett goes up the middle and gets about five. And they're running hurry-up offense here, kind of like uh, keeping the tempo up, keeping the Broncos guessing. Uh, rather uncharacteristic of Strom's defense. It is, or offense, it is caught on the right side by Otis Taylor for the first down. Or rather, Frank Pitts for the first down. Taylor and Pitts in the same area. Dawson's already hit the century mark in the air. Eight for 14. Back to throw. No huddle again. Left side in the end zone. Caught for a touchdown. Glover Richardson. Well, I mean, it ended with the same man we thought would have had a touchdown earlier had he just hauled in an open pass. This time with coverage from Steve Foley going from free safety to essentially acting as a second cornerback on that left side. Drops back. Richardson stays inbounds with control. Touchdown, Kansas City. And a great play call. An extra point would make it a four-point lead. And as we said, after that defensive stand, it might have been a momentum shifter. Eight plays, 81 yards, and it ends in seven for Kansas City. And a great catch by Richardson, too. As we mentioned, redeeming himself for the drop pass earlier in the drive. Back to return are Sampson and Johnson. Stennerud with the kickoff. About midway into the Denver end zone, Sampson will catch and take a knee. And we talked about how this game was going to be the battle of the quarterbacks, Len Dawson and John Elway, and it has proven to be just that rather early on. Yeah, I mean, they, they've moved the ball. Both teams have moved the ball predominantly in the air. As we said before that touchdown, uh, Dawson, 8 for 14, now 9 for 15, had already hit the century mark. And uh, I think Denver, if Elway can get going, they're going to be able to take control of this game. It's going to be an old kind of shootout style. Yeah, and a lot of Elway's career matchups against the Chiefs, no matter who their quarterback was, was that same way. 
Handoff to Winder. And off the left side comes Lanier, or rather Jim Lynch, to stop him there. It is very, very tough to be able to beat some of those players, to beat some of the players that Kansas City has. Just between their tenacity and their hitting power, it's tough to beat them on the ground. But they're going to keep trying it again. And Winder gets stopped again, and that drops them back to third and 14. Well, I mean, we see the rush chart of Winder. I mean, he has negative yardage going on either side, but has 15 yards going up the middle. Yeah, a total of seven, or rather a total of 13 yards here in the first half for Winder on the ground. Now, when you're being outgained on the ground by your quarterback, that's not exactly a good sign. Empty backfield. Fired in to the right side. It is caught by Vance Johnson, but one yard short of the first. Jim Lynch keeps him back there. Well, great play there by Elway. Just decided on a whim. They're playing zone, they're playing zone, and they're playing a soft zone at that. I have an open receiver on the right side. Might as well take a chance. Almost got him a first down, but instead it's three and out. Man. And Winder going absolutely nowhere on those first two carries looms large as we get to see Whale again. Richardson gets the return. Shakes off one defender and gets to the Kansas City 46. 2.57 left to go here in the first half. And at the half, we'll get the Anchor.fm halftime report. Looking at the rest of the games that took place today. And uh, one last... Um, reminder, tomorrow night we'll have the 1996 Green Bay Packers and the 2003 Carolina Panthers from the Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte, North Carolina. And off to Mike Garrett, left side, gets about two yards. Tom Jackson seems to be a common name here in this first half for the Broncos. And we'll, and we'll also get uh, the scores of the rest of the games that came up earlier this weekend to you, as well as the two that... Had to be scrubbed today. Out to the right side. Dawson fires. Almost intercepted. But instead, Foley simply knocks it down. Well, we'll take a look at the pass chart for Dawson. As we said, in close, he's been great. But he's only converted one of four deep balls today. Yeah, I mean, going downfield was never exactly Dawson's prowess. And I don't think it really is a pretty much any quarterback in this league outside of maybe Bernie Kozar. But, uh, I mean, it's really been apparent today. 2.30 to go here in the first half. Empty backfield. Back drops. Dawson will try the right side again. This time it works for first down into Denver territory. It is Frank Pitts. Well, we talked in the first quarter about how only few quarterbacks can do double coverage. Dawson might have heard that and said, let's try triple coverage. And that time it works with Frank Pitts. Now, a definite turnaround from Raiders-Steelers yesterday where neither quarterback could throw in any kind of zone coverage, isn't it? Last play before the two-minute warning. Handoff to Garrett up the left side. Only gets back to the line before being stopped. Again, it is Tom Jackson. That'll take us to the two-minute warning here in 
and Denver. The score, 10 to 6 in favor of the Chiefs. Second and 10 here for Kansas City, driving down the field, close to field goal range. Single man backfield here, final two minutes of the first half. No challenges, only reviews can be initiated from New York. And Garrett gets back to the line before Mike Harden keeps him there. If I'm Kansas City, I just let the clock run down. You get the ball to start the second half anyways. So give Denver as little time as possible to strike back and to make this a close game and then probably go for the final blow to start the second half. Already up by four. Over the middle, it is caught for a first down and into the red zone go the Chiefs. And they hurry up to the huddle off the catch by Richardson. And Richardson and Frank Pitts have had the main sort of uh, productions on offense this half. Hand off. Garrett fights his way through a sea of orange and white for four yards. And a lot of bodies colliding there. I don't know how Garrett got one yard, let alone four. Final minute here, the first half. Single man backfield. They stack the line. Right side, Dawson incomplete. And it was Nelson with the tip. And no chance there for Dawson to find any kind of open field. And he can't run like John Elway. Very, very, very few in NFL history could make plays out of nothing like Elway could. So, uh, yeah, unsurprisingly incomplete. I form leading to the right side on third and six. Throw over the middle. It is incomplete. Juggled twice by Arbanis, who's looking for a flag, but will not get one. Well, I mean, they are in field goal range quite luckily enough. So they can go up seven and give LA at most 50 seconds here to uh, take him down the field. Stenerud from 31 on the right hash. Well with the hold, it is Wilson with the hold, and it's wide right. The win, as we've said, has played a factor in all of these kicks tonight. It caught a hold of this one, and normally a chip shot goes wide right. Wow. Well, now Denver has a chance to get down the field and make it a one-point game. And that, that is that is huge. They start with the ball at their own 21. Steve Watson goes over the left side. Hand off. Winder trying to drag a defender with him. That was Lanier, who was draped on him. Six yards on the carry. You know, they're not going to use their timeouts here. Now, I don't get why Dan Reeves isn't using his timeout here. And neither do I. Broncos... Trying to make the clock stop, and only now do they use it, as I don't think they don't know what play they wanted to call there at the line. 32 seconds to go here in the first half. Broncos take their first time out. Here's the thing. In a one-score game like this, if you're giving up the ball to start the second half, I'm using my timeouts. I'm doing spikes. I'm trying to get as much time as possible to possibly strike and to to shift momentum to our side. Little floater to the right side. It is caught by K. Only gets two, though, on the play. Or rather, Hickett. And only gets two on the play. And Thomas Hickett, pretty good there. I think they're just going to let the clock run. 
Well, they could, but I wouldn't be surprised if they just try and chuck it. Watson in motion to the left side. Hand off to Winder. That will get them nowhere, and that will run out the clock here in the first half. Kansas City up 10 to nothing on the back of a touchdown by Glover Richardson, but we might have a momentum shifter at the end of this half with the missed field goal from Jan Sterud. Our first miss, or rather our second missed field goal of the year. And we welcome you back inside uh, for the Anchor FM halftime report. Um, at the half, it has been very much so a game of the quarterbacks. 10 to 6, Kansas City with only one turnover, and that one being on a fumble. Very much so different from the rest of the stream games so far this week. As we get into the highlights, despite. The fact that the team that's pretty much been playing from underneath in terms of the time of possession has a lead. Well, early in the game, John Elway got a chance. And, uh, well, he's been connecting with uh, Vance Johnson all half. Yeah, I mean, we pretty much called this one. Um, and uh, Rich Carlish has gotten a couple of field goals set up because of it. But the wind has been a huge factor. Yeah, the wind's been knocking down passes left and right from both Elway and Len Dawson. But it's helped, including on this little crossing pattern from Frank Pitts. Yeah, double coverage. Pitts is able to catch up to the ball. And the wind helps flow it back into his hands. The gusts have been going both ways tonight, almost like a crosswind. You can't tell where it's going to come from next. Yeah, and, uh, well, 6-3, to three, the Chiefs looking to tie the game. Yeah, it doesn't quite work out as uh, the Broncos are able to knock the Chiefs back into no man's land. So they have to come from corner kick it. But uh, don't worry, because Len Dawson, Mike Garrett, and uh, most importantly, Glover Richardson get them down the field. Yeah, Garrett had a couple of huge runs there towards the end of the first half, and that's pretty much set up the Chiefs for uh, for this touchdown. Yeah, and a few and a few of the passes on that drive from Dawson were uh, were right on the money for his receivers. And uh, ten to six at the half, almost thirteen to six, but the win caught a kick from Jan Stenerud. Yeah, generated our second missed kick of the week. And our player of the half, Len Dawson. Yeah, 11 for 20 with 141 yards. And as we mentioned, the touchdown to Richardson. Yeah, yeah, the touchdown to Gloucester Richardson. Rather, seven yards up the left side on a more methodical drive. Eight plays, 81 yards. Yeah, and now we take a look at the rest of the scores this week. Um, of course, Thursday night, the... New England Patriots, 85 Patriots held on with the goal line stand over the 1970 Colts, 24-17. to And we ended up having two games on Christmas Eve, one due to a game glitch and the other with a fantastic finish. The San Diego Chargers in 1994 go to Houston to play the Texans. Of course, these are the Texans from 1962, though, so sort of the base for the team we're seeing oppose John Elway, Dan Reeves, and the Broncos tonight. And uh, San Diego comes in and wins 16-9. Yeah, 11 turnovers in the game just tapped out. Said no more after the 11th turnover, the 10th interception between four quarterbacks in that game. Both Lund Dawson and Stan Humphreys rode the pine by the end of the game in favor of Cotton Davidson and Gail Gilbert, respectively. Chargers win uh, by a touchdown, yeah, sixteen to nine. And uh, by the way, the game uh, stopped working after an interception that gave the Chargers even more short field, which they saw a lot of in that second half. 
Then uh, our little nightcap, our stocking stuffer, the Chicago Bears, the 85 Bears, hold on with a goal line stand against the 91 Lions, win 30-23 to on a cold, windy, snowy night from Soldier Field. Yeah, you want NFC North football. This is about the way that it's always going to go right down to the wire in either the NFC or AFC North, for that matter. And speaking of the AFC North, Pittsburgh, uh, not exactly up to snuff. Six turnovers by the Steelers. Two two interceptions for Neil O'Donnell on just six passes. He got benched very swiftly for Cordell Stewart, who had four picks, and so did Jim Plunkett on the other side for the 83 Raiders. Raiders used the run game and a couple of uh, rare open chances in the second quarter as they spoil Pittsburgh for the Steelers, rather spoil Christmas for the Pittsburgh Steelers, 24-10. Then we get into the rest of the games from this week. Baltimore and Cleveland, the 2000 Ravens came into uh, Municipal Stadium to play the 86 Browns and uh, unfortunately rendering issues uh, cut that game away from circulation for us, but the Browns I mean, who would have thought that a field goal on the first drive would have been pretty much what won them the game? 17-14 to Browns win. Then we go to Miami. After shanking an extra point, Uwe Von Schaman got another chance at the dying seconds for the Dolphins against the 99 Tech from against the 99 Titans, rather. Von Schaman for 25 on the left hash. The snap is good. The hold from Reese. It is good. Von Schammett from 25, and the Dolphins win it. Nine to six, the final score. Miami pulls it off, but uh, their divisional counterparts in the 1990 Buffalo Bills not so lucky against another AFC South team, the 99 Jaguars. Yeah, Jacksonville had uh, the pick of the litter today. They ran all over the Bills at Orchard Park, which is very difficult to do. 35 to 3, and no, there is no comeback this time. And then we get into the NFC as the Seattle Seahawks win into the Superdome. You'd think they'd be used to playing in a dome, the 99 Seahawks, but uh, yeah, the 1991 Saints demolished them 31 to 13, 10 of the 13 points, pretty much in garbage time. And speaking of uh, garbage time and outright dominance, Jets, Bengals. Yeah, the 98 Jets with uh, facing a Bengals team 10 years their elder, 36-3 in favor of Testaverde, Martin, and the Jets. Ooh. Tampa Bay and then and the football team wrapped up our early game slate. Mark Mosley is called upon five minutes into overtime. From 38 yards out. And they're going to try and send people from the edges. They already had a blocked punt that ended up only garnering a field goal in the third quarter. Mosley from 38. The kick is up. It is good. And Washington will win this one in overtime. Huge upset for the 82 football team. Washington beats the 0-2 Buccaneers 16-13 in overtime. Our first OT game of the year. Then we get to the late game schedule. Um, another game that was cut out of circulation for broadcast issues. The New York Giants and the Philadelphia Eagles, 0-2 and 0-3 respectively. And uh, as we as we uh, predicted a couple days ago, the three-headed monster on the ground, chiefly Jake, or uh, chiefly Brian Westbrook, rather. I don't know why, but I have baseball on the mind a little bit here. <laughs> and 
Uh, Brian Westbrook, Deuce Staley lead the way. A touchdown each on the ground and another touchdown for Staley in the air. Eagles win 28-3. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people believe that the Eagles are going to be the team to watch in this NFC East division, and they only reinforced that today. Right? Just outright outplaying the New York Giants in every facet of the game today. And our final late game of the day, we go out to San Francisco. Or sorry, our next to last uh, late game of the day, we go out to San Francisco. The 1981 Atlanta Falcons looking for a huge upset against the 8149ers. And uh, well, San Francisco hung in there for most of the game and actually both teams were held scoreless until the last play of the game. Wallace Francis got a shovel pass from Steve Bartkowski for nine yards. Atlanta wins this one 21-14 on the road. They go to Candlestick, and they do pull this one out. And speaking of old stadiums, let's go to the Metrodome in the 1969 Minnesota Vikings. And Air Johnson, the 92 Cowboys, got off to a great start. Yeah, 27-12. Troy Aikman was slinging the ball everywhere he could. Three touchdowns, each of them to different people. One for Emmett Smith, one for Jay Novacek, and another for Michael Irvin. What a day from number eight, Troy Aikman, under center for Dallas. Unsurprisingly, is my pick for the player of the day with the way the stats shake out. Yeah, no turnovers for Dallas. And uh, apparently that's becoming somewhat of a rarity here in the league. And uh, from what you've seen in the first half here in Denver, what do you think uh, is really the key for the success here for Kansas City and for Denver uh, to improve upon in the second half? Um, I think it's more so about just getting started in the air. When Dawson and Elway are on, both teams are moving the ball. Both teams are able to get down the field. I mean, um, of the 81 yards on the lone touchdown drive in this game, this one from Kansas City in the second quarter, of the 81 yards, 64 of them came in the air as opposed to just 17 on the ground. I mean, John Elway is outrunning Sammy Winder on the other side for Denver. That's something that Dan Reeves is going to have to drill into Winder's head and probably drill into his to his uh, tight ends and blockers' heads is that, you know, you can't win a game if you're going to rely 50-50 in the air and on the ground and your ground game just has absolutely nothing going for it. And there it is. And we will be back for the post game. looking forward to Monday night. The score right now, Kansas City – Leading 10-6 on the back of an 81-yard drive and a 7-yard touchdown for Gloucester Richardson. Well, thank you so much for the uh, Anchor.fm halftime report. We're back here for the second half on Historical League Sunday Night Football. 1969 Kansas City Chiefs holding their own. And Glover Richardson's 7-yard fade route is right now the deciding score. It is 10-6 Chiefs, and they get the ball to start the second half here in Denver against the 86 Broncos. Carlish will boot this one back. Richardson will just watch this one bounce out of the end zone as the wind took hold of that one. And uh, here's numbers on the screen. Only five possessions in the first half. I mean, you had a fumble. You had a punt. I mean, you pretty much run the gambit of everything except an interception. Yeah, a punt, a field goal, a missed field goal in their last possession of the half. That eight-play, 81-yard touchdown drive right now still standing as a go-ahead marker. And a fumble. Yeah, fumble on the drive before that one. It only led to a field goal. 
Kansas City starts the ball from their own 20 after the touchback. Broncos stack the linebackers. Mike Garrett gets two yards. Ruline James came off the left edge. Well, Garrett had some blocking there trying to get that one out of the backfield, but uh, Ruline James just, just stopped him right in his tracks. Second and eight here for the Chiefs, still deep in their own territory. Straight backfield with Pitts out to the right side as a receiver. Little pitch to Garrett, trying to cut his way in, only gets one yard. Carl Mecklenburg over there on the stop. And uh, we will get in the post um, after the game a full extended to the timetable of the injury uh, from the first half for the Denver Broncos. Dawson, three-step drop, right side, got nailed as he threw it, incomplete. And Otis Taylor injured for the Chiefs. And it seemed Taylor got way late on the right side of the field. Let's take a look and see what happens here with uh, Taylor. As he said, Taylor and Richardson off on the right side on that last play. Goes for the ball and ends up colliding with, uh, I believe that is Mike Harding. Over on the right side for the uh, for the Denver Broncos there on defense and yeah that that's never going to end up being uh, it's never going to end up being that good for for um, any kind of player and taking a look over here it was Daryl Smith and yeah, I'm going to take yeah, I'm trying to take a look here at the form as uh, Taylor gets helped off the field and that one. Uh, two Denver Broncos over there, Dennis Smith out of USC and Louie Wright out of San Diego State, the two Broncos over there on the on coverage. And uh, that is a big loss for uh, for the Chiefs is um, Otis Taylor has been their sort of main deep threat. Yeah, now I think that means Richardson's in the game. Yeah, Otis, yeah, Glover Richardson rather. Um, getting to see more time. We'll have more on the injury either by the end of the quarter or for the fourth quarter as uh, the Chiefs go three and out. Justin Wilson takes a snap and punts this one deep. The lefty kicker and almost no return at all for Wright. Rather for Sampson. That's the kind of punt every coach, every special teams coach wants. High yet deep and just gives the special teams enough time to get back there and keep any meaningful return from happening. Denver starts the ball at their own 44. Winder bounces off a couple of tackles and gets out to midfield. No, he went from three games with no injuries as well as uh, no other games with injuries today, um, to two injuries here on Sunday night, uh, one for each side. We already had Andre Tippett on there for the Patriots from Thursday night as Winder gets out to the right side for three yards. Short of the first. And Bobby Bell, he's been everywhere tonight. Five tackles coming up from that right Linebacking position for Hank Strom and these Chiefs. They stack the line. Handoff. 
Winder gets there. They give him the first down. Well, I mean, smart play there. You have a couple lead blockers. Just follow them, especially on a play where you're going up the middle in a short yardage situation. And they're on Kansas City side of the field at the Chiefs 45. Dump out to the right side. It is caught for four yards. It is Sampson with the catch, and uh, it, it was not good on the side of uh, Otis Taylor. And, and uh, yeah, he had to be carted off the field once they got him to the sideline. And, uh, well, you, you certainly hope he's okay at yeah, that kind of a situation. It's scary to have to see players being carted back to the locker room. But, uh, yeah. Um, back to the play at hand as it was Steve Watson with the four-yard reception there on the right sideline for the Broncos. Second and six. High formation leading to the right side. Every player outside of the fullback to the right. Winder goes to the left side and gets four yards on the carry. I mean, we heard it mentioned at the half as we see uh, the run play split two to one there. 24 and then make it 25 runs and only 12 passes. And we have another injury for the Chiefs. It's Willie Lanier. Boy, it is not getting easy for the Chiefs. Three injuries in four minutes for Kansas City. Then Winder comes up short of the first. Fourth and three, but the question is, are they in field goal position? See, here's the thing. Normally, I'd say they would be. Normally, I'd say they would be in field goal position, but normal tonight hasn't exactly kind of, you know, hasn't exactly been a thing when it comes to the kicks for the crosswind tonight. Yeah, we saw Stenner had missed one earlier towards the end of the half, and that's what they're going to do. They're going to have Justin Wilde punt the ball. And it is going to be fair caught by Richardson at the Kansas City 14. First three minutes of the half, and we have had two injuries for Kansas City. One on each side of the ball. Otis Taylor on offense. Willie Lanier on defense. Straight backfield. Seven minutes left here in the third quarter. Dawson with a three-step drop. Airs it out left side. It is incomplete. Knocked away by Steve Foley. The intended receiver was Frank Pitts. We see the passing chart again. And uh, keeping it short and to the right side has really been Dawson's key today. Four for five, short to the left side. Yeah, two for four, short to the right side. Three for seven, short over the middle. The only other place where he's completed a pass Deep, deep down the center of the field. Two for three. Single man backfield. Fakes a handoff. Steps up. Incomplete. Under duress. And that's what I don't get. You're stepping up into a sea of orange jerseys. 
I don't get why Dawson was going to throw it there like instead of just go to run the ball at that point. You're going to step up, commit to the play. Regardless, it stops the ball. Or rather, stops the clock. Four wide outs, empty backfield. Over the middle, it is caught by Arbanis, seven yards. Well, third and out, and it was Mecklenburg with a tackle. Surprise, surprise, you're coming over the middle. You are right in Orange Crush territory. We see Justin Wilson again. And there's there it is again. Deep punt, a lot of hang time. Able to get the return team back. And we see in the last six possessions, three punts, the first half ending, and two field goals for the Denver Broncos. And they had a similar field position last time, starting from their own 44. And now they start from their own 49. So let's see if five yards closer to the end zone will make a difference. First and 10, one man backfield, two wideouts on each side of the line. Kay moves in motion to the right side. They snap it with one second left on the play clock. Winder gets four yards and into Chiefs territory rather easily there. Yeah, no Willie Lanier is going to hurt this unit a lot. They put Bobby Hurston in his spot. Receiver moves in motion. Ah, very shifty, delayed handoff, but the Chiefs do not bite. Only one yard on the carry. They're an unmanageable. One man backfield. Sampson gets sent in motion, rather Watson gets sent in motion. Handoff, winder, right side, has a hole. Doesn't quite have the first down, though. Well, that's just a great play by Miller to keep, uh, rather by Thomas, to keep the uh, to keep Winder away from the first down mark. Fourth tackle already. And they're going to go for it. Fourth and one off the edge. Winder dives. First down. I won't be surprised if we see the red flag from Strom on that one. It looked very close. Yeah, I mean, this half has been really good from a defensive perspective for both sides already, even though we're in the early stages of it. And this game's been more of a defensive struggle than we thought at the top. Rolling out to the right, Elway, pressure, shakes off one sack across his body and th throws it away out of duress, but had Johnson in the area, so no intentional grounding. Well, I mean, that was just, that's all the product of great coverage and a great blitz from that defensive line, being able to get there and create pressure on Elway. Split backfield, second and 10. 4.32 to go here in the third quarter. Four-man rush. 
Chiefs easily taken care of. It is caught for a Denver first down. That one, Sampson. And yeah, we'll take a look at John Elway. 106 yards. Only there did he break the century mark, but 10 for 14 in the air right now. And here's the thing. If L.A. can start to get rolling, as Dan Reeves knows very well, you know th this Broncos offense can take them all the way. I formation, leaning left side, handoff, winder, goes inside and gets three yards. And we keep talking about Bobby Bell. And, uh, well, Bell's been the one making the stops, and uh, we're going to get – an update at the start of the fourth quarter on Lanier's condition, but we do have one right now for Otis Taylor and for Chiefs fans. It's not quite one that you do want to hear. Um, they say that Otis Taylor has a pinched back nerve. Ooh. Yeah, and, uh, and the timetable of that is, gonna, is uh, well, unknown for now. We'll probably not know the, uh, the timetable until later in the week. They're still doing tests on what exactly is wrong with Willie Lanier. Um, but as soon as we hear that, we'll get that to you, whether it be later in this quarter or in the fourth quarter. Second in seven with a split backfield. Kansas City pinches the gap at center and bring L.A. down. After a long while, it's so many chances. Jerry Mays, first time we get to call number 75 in white and red this game. Well, I mean, that that's uh, the first sack of this game, I believe, for the Chiefs. I think it might be only the second for either side. Yeah. Empty backfield. Pressure coming. Elway on the money. Everything except the hands of, of uh, I believe that was Johnson out there on the left side. No, it was Steve Watson, excuse me, on the left side. And now they're going to bring in... Carlish to try and knock through his third of the game from 39. This is the end where uh, Senerud's kick got caught at the end of the first half. Carlish going left side. It is good. 10 to 9. Some points are better than no points, and they might be slowly mounting a comeback here. 10 to 9, Kansas City. Only one point. Uh, separates the two teams after that play, and they chewed up a lot of time off the clock there. Yeah, three-minute, 18-second drive, leaving 3:04 in the third quarter for the Chiefs. Carlish kicks this one deep. Richardson back will take it for a touchback and kneel down in the end zone. Well, the bad news just seems to be piling up for the Kansas City Chiefs. We have an update on Willie Lane year. It is a concussion. Ooh. I mean, this is this has not been a good night for Kansas City in terms of injuries. Two of your main players out and hurt. Yeah, like you, you really like I don't know what it is tonight with the field, but two injuries for the Chiefs, another for Denver. Just has not gone the way either team has wanted. Two-yard carry for Garrett. It was Mecklenburg coming up with a tackle. Surprise, surprise. We called Carl Mecklenburg and Tom Jackson a lot in the first half, so it figures we do it a lot to start the second half. 
Second and eight. Denver shifts line to the right side. Straight backfield. Dawson barely drops back and is caught for first down and then some. Down to midfield goes Richardson. First down and it might be already in Denver territory. Yeah, they're going to mark him out at the Denver 48. Quick strike up the right side. I think that's all that Kansas City needed. And uh, Gloucester Richardson, three catches on four targets, including a touchdown. And, uh, I mean, all you need are a couple of plays in this kind of a game, in this kind of defensive game. We saw it yesterday in Pittsburgh. We saw it um, with San Diego. Now, all you need are just a couple of plays in a defensive game like this, and you just all of a sudden take over and don't look back. Right side, it is intercepted. It was Louie Wright with the interception. And the momentum might have just been sapped. Right side, Richardson. Wright has read a lot of the passes over there all night long perfectly. And this is another example of that, another fine example at that with a huge interception. Denver gets the ball at their own 38. Pretty good field position. Single man backfield, two receivers on each side of the line. 2.15 left here in the third quarter. Elway bluffs a couple of times, hit off to winder up the right side, midfield, 45-40. Pushed out by Bell, who has been everywhere tonight defensively for Kansas City. First down, plus territory, huge run from Winder. They have been waiting for him to be able to get open enough to use his speed all night long. And that kind of a run is exactly what Dan Reeves brought Winder into Denver for. First down, and uh, they're already knocking on the door of field goal range. 29 carries for 72 yards. Man, it, it's so rare to see this Denver offense be that one-sided towards the run game. And off Winder to the inside, gets four yards. 30 carries for 76 yards. And you can see right there Hank Strom drilling it into the offense right now, more so the wide receiving core. I think they're just telling him we're without our wide receiver too. Everybody else that's below him on this depth chart has to step up and they have to commit. No fumbles, no blown routes, none of that. Handoff, winder, first down. And it's Sam, Sammy Winder has been carrying this offense for most of this half. I don't know why Reeves isn't trusting Elway that much, but I think he just wants Reeves to grow a little more confident, or rather Winder to grow a little more confidence himself. Last minute here, the first quarter. Sampson goes in motion to the right side. I formation leaning right. It is knocked down, but there is some yellow on the field. Man, the, and the crowd loves that call. It is a face mask on Bell, and it is a first down for Denver. Man, it is. <laughs> the, the crowd is loving it here, and that's mainly because you know, a couple of these calls have benefited them. You had the offsetting pass interference at the start of the game, and you have the face mask there that gives Denver new life right in the prime of the red zone. 
I formation leaning right. 50 seconds left in the, here in the third quarter. Caught on a, on a cross. Touchdown, Denver. Well, as he said, crossing pattern. It worked earlier, and it works here. And John Elway, I mean, th this is what makes him such a good quarterback. You cannot leave somebody open like that. You cannot play zone against Elway and, th and uh, this Broncos team. It's almost impossible to beat them when they do. Clint Sampson gets wide open over the middle. As he said, crossing pattern. Touchdown, Denver. And the Broncos go ahead and get six off of the interception. Gave them a prime field position that they have not done much with tonight otherwise. Carlish called on for the extra point. It is good. Yeah, Wind almost caught that one again. Just barely made it inside. This time the right post. And that is your go-ahead score from Clint Sampson. 50 seconds left here in the third quarter. It is 16-10 in favor of the Broncos. Official gets the signal. Kicked back deep by Carlish for Richardson again. And this one almost carries through the uprights. And, it, and this is where Denver can really take advantage here. You know that the offense is hurt. You know that the defense is hurt with the player that before this drive, had the most tackles. And you know that on the left side of the field, Dawson cannot throw it there to save his life tonight. Now Len Dawson, only 12 passing yards on the left side. Drops back, pressure coming, left side. Almost intercepted. That time by Nelson. Yeah, pinching in is the dime corner. 46 seconds left, split backfield, second and 10. And move the fullback, McLeon, out to, out to be wide receiver three on this play. Throws, knocked down at the line by Rulon James. Man, James and Tom Jackson have just brought it on a lot of these passing plays. They have forced Austin to get the ball out earlier. They have forced incompletions by doing that. 28 passing snaps compared to 14 run snaps. Another 2-1 to one com uh, comparable, this time uh, in the reverse of what uh, Denver's looks like. Dawson runs, throws, caught, first down, Taylor up the left sideline, and he is gone. All you need is one strike, and you can tie the game. Or rather, it is Smith. Yeah, I was going to say, Taylor's one on the sideline. And Dawson, oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, that looks close to an illegal forward pass. And, I mean, I, I get that it's a touchdown, but if I'm Dan Reeves, I have to make the chance and challenge it, it, it based on that. You, can, you can't challenge touchdowns in terms of, you know, whether or not they have possession of the ball, but you can challenge in terms of um, stepping over the line. But uh, Reeves is just going to hold the flag. Stenerud missed an extra point prior to the half. Goes to the left side. It is good. And the Chiefs are back ahead 17-16 off of an 80-yard touchdown pass 
from Len Nossin up the left side of the field on the run to Nolan Smith. And all this without Otis Taylor. Yeah, without Otis Taylor. He's out with the uh, pinched back nerve. And uh, the lead without Willie Lanier out with the concussion. Man, 20 seconds. That's all it took. And they're back in the lead again. Stenerud knocks this one back deep to the goal line. Johnson will return it out to the 15 and drags a Chief with him to the 20. Last 30 seconds here of the third quarter. Score, Kansas City 17, Denver 16. Denver uh, got a field goal towards the midpoint of the quarter, and uh, the two teams in just 30 seconds traded the lead, each team getting a touchdown. KC now ahead by one. Handoff in the single-man backfield. The winder gets seven yards. I mean, Winder's been running the ball a lot harder this half than he was in the first half. And it is definitely noticeable on the stat sheet and on the scoreboard. Second and three, delayed handoff. Winder runs into the defensive line. It is Buchanan with the stop. And that will take us to the end of the third quarter here at Mile High. A little bit cold here. It's starting to get near, uh, near the upper 30s. Meanwhile... The two teams have combined for 33 points. 17-16, Kansas City after Nolan Smith with an 80-yard receiving touchdown going into the fourth quarter. We're back here for the fourth quarter and mile high. The score, Kansas City 17, Denver 16. Let the Broncos have the ball back on their side of the field and have a third and, and short situation in front of them. Third and three. Single man backfield, two receivers on each side. Handoff to Winder, but a sea of white engulfs him. Short of the first down. Well, I mean, here's where we get to the offensive snap count disparity tonight um, between running and passing. They have not trusted, like Dan Reese has not trusted Elway rather uncharacteristically here to try and make the game up on his own. You're down by one, and if Kansas City scores, you're down by eight. Most probably. Punt back there. Robertson with the ball, and it's a fumble. But Kansas City recovers on their own side of the field. Well, that one almost went disastrous very, very fast. As, as we know, the only turnover in this game to this point um, was a Kansas City fumble. And we get to see Len Austin go under center again, this time from his own 35. One man backfield, three receivers on the left side, two on the right. Stepping up is Dawson to the right side, and that is knocked away. And, uh, well, we get to see the three injuries tonight. Darren Como with a torn bicep. They have said what tendon it is for the Broncos. Willie Lanier had a concussion, and Otis Taylor is a pinched nerve in his back for the 1969 Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, those are two big losses for the Chiefs. Yeah, one on each side of the ball, but after uh, you mentioned that on the last drive, the Chiefs just threw up an 80-yarder, and uh, in the end zone they win, and that's why they're in the lead.
And a deep bomb, and Dawson's going to throw a little short pass to the right side. It is caught for eight yards. Well, we take a look there at the stats tonight for Urbanus. Four targets, three catches, 28 yards tonight. He hasn't been used as much as you would have expected, especially compared to the 1962 Texans, which uh, used the connection between Dawson and Urbanus quite liberally, I would say. Third and short. Just short of midfield. Handoff. And Mike Garrett will only get one yard. Carl Mecklenburg keeps him back from the first. Great stop there as the Broncos sent everybody to the line and were able to keep Garrett back, forcing Justin Wilson to go back out there for another punt. And Wilson gets knocked down. And I think this, this will give the ball back to Kansas City. Roughing the kicker. First down on the Denver side of the 50 now for Kansas City. And here's the thing there. You cannot touch the punter unless the punter is coming to go for a tackle in any scenario there. And now you just gave Kansas City new life on your side of midfield. Single backfield. Dawson drops back over the right side. It is incomplete. Arbanis again was the targeted receiver. Great job by Tom Jackson being dropped back into coverage there. 8.08 left here in the fourth quarter. Kansas City, the 1969 Chiefs, up 17-16 over the 1986 Broncos. Here at Mile High, straight backfield, one step, dropping in comes the Denver defense, the Orange Crush. Simon Fletcher gets credited with the sack here, and he just bursts right through the line. They send a six-man rush, outnumbering the offensive line where they send everybody else to go, go, go. Third and 12. One man backfield, wide trips on the right side. Shuffle pass to Garrett. Mecklenburg reads it the whole way. And now are they still in no man's land in terms of trying to kick the ball here? I mean, I would think so. And, yeah, they're they're going to keep the punt team out there. Wilson will try again. This time to corner it. And he does as it almost takes a skip off of Sampson to uh, one of the Chiefs waiting. Munn said it is recovered, and the Broncos get it at their own 18. With 7.15 left here in the fourth quarter, the Broncos only down by one point. Yeah, they could be down by four, but uh, their crosswind caught one of Jan Stenerud's kicks. Yeah, towards the end of the first half, split backfield. Elway rolls to the left side, pressure coming, throw, and it is on target. Seven yards out to the left side of the field. If I'm not mistaken, that is Sampson again. Yep, Sampson... Clint Sampson is four catches, 48 yards. Vance Johnson, three catches, 34 yards. He's been their main guys on the few occasions they've gone to the air tonight. 
Handoff to Winder. Tries to fight for yards, but Buchanan brings him down short of the first down marker. Third and inches. Denver packs the line. Handoff. Winder. Open hole. First down. Trying to shake off a defender. Gets brought down at about the 33. Okay, I get what you're thinking. Denver's so deep on their side of the field. Why would something like this matter? This is a one-point game. Anything as little as a field goal from Rich Carlish could give this one to Denver. Throw out to the left side. It is cut parallel to the line of scrimmage. No yards gained on the play. I formation leaning to the right. Kansas City comes to pinch off the right side. Elway, one step, drop, throws. It is caught. And Sampson stays just short of the first down. Clock continues to run as we near the 5.30 mark to go in this fourth quarter. And 14 for 20 in the air for Elway, 137 yards and a touchdown to Sampson. One man backfield. Winder, same play as before. They give him the first down on forward progress. Good play call by Dan Reeves there. Just stacked right side of the offensive line. Yeah, Winder's 37th carry on the night. Yeah, you heard us right. 37th and just now hit the century mark. Elway runs forward incomplete, but there's going to be more yardage coming back. And the automatically tacked on illegal forward pass penalty for John Elway. And here's the thing. That, I believe that's the second time Elway's done that tonight. He can make plays happen when he runs. But as we all know, he's a better passer. Right on the dot. Five minutes to go here in the fourth quarter. Elway, two-step drop. Throws over to the left side. It is caught. Trying to turn up field with it is Sampson. But is instead stopped not even close to the line of scrimmage. A, a two-yard loss. Wow. Empty backfield. Three receivers on the left side. Make it to the right as one of them goes in motion. Full five-step drop. Elway, pressure, throws, left side, tipped, incomplete. Great coverage there on Terrence K. It's only the fifth time tonight, I believe, K has been targeted in any fashion out there. And Kansas City read it the whole way. It's tough to read plays that uh, you don't see often throughout the course of a game, but that's something Hank Strom's defense can do. Big punt from Jay Wheel, calling him uh, Jeff Wheel, or, uh, Justin Wheel the entire night, I believe. That one returned by Richardson to the Kansas City 24-yard line. Not much on their return, and we've been talking about it with Whale and Wilson all night when they've had to have these deep punts. They're booming punts. They have distance. They have height. They give you enough time to send the return team back and to gobble them up before any sort of, you know, any meaningful return. Handoff to Garrett. Stopped at the line. Pinching was Tom Jackson. 
If you take a look at the rush chart for Garrett, that right side has really been the one that's working. Only two carries out there out of his 16 on the night. 29 yards. Yeah, he had a big 22-yard run out to the right side earlier in this half. One-man backfield. Four minutes to go. Dawson, three-step drop. Pressure coming. Throws over the left side. It is knocked away. And it was Nelson in coverage. Well, now third and long. I mean, you, you have to get desperate here. Three for, 3.55 to go in a divisional matchup. One man backfield. Two wide outs on each side of the line with Pitts going in motion. Three-step drop. Shuffle pass. Only three yards. John Cregan brings him down. Fourth tackle tonight, and they send Justin Wilson out to punt. You know that Denver is, and Dan Reeves very much so smiling with that because it gives Elway another chance. Back to return is Johnson, and he gets about a 12-yard return out of it to the Denver 45. Really good field position here for Denver. You want to engineer a comeback drive? Leave it to John Elway. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm agree with you on this. You have to air it out more. That's something they haven't done tonight. But when they have, in the sparing times, he's been able to just carve up this passing defense. Well, here's the thing. Kansas City's defense is so heavily tailored to stop the opposing run game that I really think that with Lanier hurt, they can take chances in the middle of the field. They can take chances downfield, and it will work. Three minutes to go, straight backfield. L.A. drops right side. Incomplete as it was in and out of the hands of Kay with help from Buchanan in coverage. 3-0-1 left here in the fourth quarter. Denver trying to get something here. Third and nine. They're down by one, 17 to 16. Kansas City spreads out the defensive line. Johnson gets sent in motion to the left side of the line. One man backfield. Time running out on the play clock. One step drop. Floater incomplete. Was trying to find Sampson. Oh, we talked about airing it out, and two times they did. Kansas City got enough bodies back there where L.A. didn't exactly have good vision as to where to throw it. And it forces Whale to come back out there for the for the Broncos, rather, and punt it. And a high, booming punt. Richardson catches it at the 10, only gets back to the 21-yard line. Again, great job by the return team, giving enough time to cut down the return before it has any legs. Straight backfield, 2.50 to go. They also have the two-minute warning on their side to the Chiefs. Handoff, Garrett trucks a man up the left side and gets four yards. Mecklenburg brings him down. And what a power move there by Garrett to just 
stuff it down the throat of one of those of one of the uh, Broncos corners. Second and six, identical straight back formation. Little pitch to Garrett. Has some blocks out to the left side. Trying to get the first, but comes up just short. And I will say that this should take us to the two-minute warning. And that's exactly what it will do. Yeah, Dawson will let it run to the two-minute warning. A pivotal third and one stands up next for the Chiefs. They're up by one. And if they get it through there, they might have a chance to put it away. Yeah, two-minute warning gives a little time for these guys to breathe. And a third and one, it gives time for Dawson to go over the play call with Strong. <clears throat> Split backfield, handoff, Garrett, first down, had a wide open hole on the right side. And a timeout is called by Nelson as, as well, 155 to go. And Mike Garrett, 19 carries, 65 yards. And as he would sticks out there, 23 of those yards officially came on that one run up the right side you talked about earlier. And that's exactly what they're going to do again up the right side of the field. But only gets two yards. And timeout immediately called this time by Mecklenburg. And here, here's the thing I like about this. They have positional captains on this defense. They have captain of the secondary, a captain of the linebacking crew, a captain of the defensive line. So that gives those players jurisdiction to call timeouts on the defensive side, and they do the same on offense. Run play from Garrett gets seven yards. And there's timeout number three called by Dan Reeves and this Broncos team. Trying to maybe give John Elway some time to come back if they were to stop Dawson and the Chiefs here on third down. Third and three. They're getting close to midfield at their own 43. Handoff to Garrett again. Has a hole, but is held just short of the line by Smith. Well, now I feel like you almost have to run it. Try to draw him off sides or run the ball. I don't think he can afford to punt it. But that's just what they plan to do. I, I don't get this. I don't get this call from Strom here. Fourth in inches. And not just that, but if you let the clock run, even if you don't call a play and call a timeout before punting it, like you still have a lot of consideration there for your offense. And you cut the time down on Elway. The punt back here. Johnson gets a few blocks and gets out to the Denver 27, but they have 58 seconds left and no timeouts. Well, it came down to this on Thursday in New England. It came down to this on Christmas Eve against or, uh, in Chicago. So why wouldn't it come down to this again today, a day where you've seen an overtime game, a walk-off field goal, and a walk-off touchdown? <laughs> They fake the handoff to Winder. Left side, it is caught, but short of the first down. Hurry up offense. Wonder if it's to spike it. Two receivers on each side of the line. It isn't to spike it. LA over the left side. Right side, it is knocked down. Incomplete. Third and one. Now you have to run the ball. Forty-four seconds to go. Third and one. And if Denver doesn't get this. 
Well, they, they'll have to go for it. All The only thing you cannot do is get sacked. One step drop. Elway right side. Tip twice. Incomplete. Trying to find K, but instead Lamar Thomas got in the way. Here we go. Game on the line for Denver. Fourth and one. I'd run it up the right side. Kansas City shifts to the right side. Elway caught for a first now. Trying to get out of bounds. Is Sampson, and he will. Wow. 35 seconds to go. Steve Watson has been targeted 12 times. He's caught six of them, 35 yards in the air for him tonight. Clock stops at 35 seconds. They're in the shadow of midfield. They need to get to about the 30, I would say, for Carlish. Throw to the left side, almost intercepted. Key word is almost. The Bengal, or the Broncos rather still have another chance. Is it say Bengals? They both, they both wear almost neon orange jerseys. <laughs> Neon orange with white pants. And to help things, Elway's wearing black sleeves as well. Speaking of Elway, drops back. Two steps, incomplete. That was very odd. It looked like the pressure got in Elway's head. Kept him from you know, just settling in and making a three-step drop. Yeah, very unbalanced out, out of <laughs> very unbalanced out of that uh, pressure package by the Kansas City Chiefs. Third and 10, completely empty, five wideouts. It is intercepted by Lamar Thomas. And that will draw a close tonight, or rather Emmett Thomas. Yep, and that will close this one out. The first interception and only interception of the game proves to be the last error the Broncos could afford. And Len Dawson with the kneel down. Kansas City will take this one 17-16 on the road. And that is just the win you need early in the season. Yeah, especially against a divisional team uh, like the Broncos, against the team that stuck in there like the Broncos uh, did tonight. So you know, I give all credit in the world to the Chiefs' defense. They be they bent a lot on this last drive but didn't break. And when push came to shove, Emmett Thomas with a clutch interception. And that saves the game. Chiefs win 17-16. to They didn't need Stenerud's field goal after all, I guess. Yeah, I mean, that almost loomed exceptionally large. All right, the Anchor.fm postgame show. We take a look at the yardage. 344 for the Chiefs. They even had more turnovers and 10 minutes less with the ball. But they ended up winning. And, uh, well, let's see how in the second half. Yeah, well, Rich Carlish knocked the, uh, knocked the 42-yard field goal through. Yeah, and uh, just... Barely got it inside the right upright there. That started the scoring in the second half. 
and then uh, Chiefs go back on offense and a great interception there from Nelson on the right sideline for for Denver. Yeah, I mean, great kind of uh, – great sort of footwork, I guess, there. And uh, trusting Sammy Weiner, do you think that might have hurt the Broncos' chances? Well, I mean, I thought that initially, but no. And then you have the big, big play as Smith got – wide open on the left sideline, 80 yards. And, uh, yeah, that would end up being the winning strike. Uh, even though, uh, yeah, even though Denver made it very close. And this is a play that uh, sort of locked the game up here. John Elway, no timeouts. Looked like he might have been engineering another famed comeback drive from the NFL's resident comeback kid. Yeah, no. Intercepted by Emmett Thomas on the right side. And your player of the game? Well, I mean, my player of the game is Len Dawson. Yeah, there were two turnovers by the Chiefs, but there was a fumble on a kick return and a fumble like 15 yards upfield, both of which were recovered by Kansas City. So, uh, I mean, Dawson, despite having a sub 50% uh, completion rating to me, 271 yards, two touchdowns in the air. He kept Kansas City in this game. He's the reason Kansas City wins this one to me. Uh, more so than Thomas with that interception there because uh, the Broncos are still a ways away from Carlos's field goal range. And then there we go. That will wrap this one up from mile high. The Kansas City Chiefs of 1969 get off to a great start here with a divisional win, 17-16 against the 1986 Denver Broncos. Stay tuned on Monday night because we will have the 1996 Green Bay Packers and the 2003 Carolina Panthers from Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte, North Carolina.